0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Top Ten Show. I am John Rocha. And I am Matt Nose. We're here to do, uh, talk down another Top Ten movie-related uh, list this week.
1: We're looking forward to it. How
0: are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I've uh, been busy all week. Lots lot of stuff happening. Movies coming. Jungle Cruise. The uh, uh, What's it? The Night? The Green Knight yep. is coming out this weekend as well. I watched that uh, Woodstock 99 documentary on HBO Max. Woo, brother. That is a good documentary. Uncomfortable, unsettling, but a good documentary. Do you okay. remember that? Do you remember what stuck in 99? Did you go? Oh, yeah. No, it?
1: I I own the, the, I think it was the double live disc. Oh, of shit, really? Concert. Yeah. And oh. I, at the time, it was, or was it, what was the one before 99? 94. 94. Okay, 94, yeah. I definitely did. Yeah. yeah I own yeah, the yeah. double live from that. No, I don't think I was as into it at in, night. I definitely wasn't as into it in 99. Yeah. Um, I don't think I care. That was the mud one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the mud one. Yeah. And yeah. And then all the sexual allegations, sexual harassment mm-hmm. allegations of people mm-hmm. groping each other in the mud. I remember that about it. And it yeah. was a lineup of bands that I wasn't really into. There's
0: a hundred bands,
1: dude. Yeah. And I'd bands. say about 95 of them. I didn't listen to
0: <laughs> in
1: hindsight. Like at that time, I just wasn't listening to that. Any of, of I was listening yeah. to fish and I was following fish around in my, during yeah. my summers and stuff. And it's a very different musical taste. Like you weren't into the new metal. No, the, the new metal biscuit. and with uh, Green Day was I think
0: on yeah. uh... Limp Biscuit. Yeah, fucking... I think Limp Biscuit, No, thank you. Yeah, who else was on that? Yeah, they showed all the oh, live. Um, they had what one song? Yeah, yeah, the two. I alone. Oh yeah. I
1: then... alone love you. I alone. Exactly that whole time. Feels <laughs> not the end of this. I alone. I so over the top dramatic. <laughs> It's like basically yeah. R.E.M. meets Bush. The Bush is like <laughs> the feel, the griminess they're always trying to give off. And R.E.M.'s yeah. artistic. What yeah. I like about R.E.M. I think is corrupted
0: anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and this is the thing that they talk about in the documentary is that like they compare it to 94 and they compare it to the 69 Woodstock Festival as well. And, of course, 94 was the 25th anniversary. Sure. Um, but they were talking how 94 was like Nirvana at the time. Yeah, it fun. Right, it it was more about like the progressive rock and it seemed like as a response to that regressive rock and the new metal kind of came along and wanted and became more angry and more vitriolic and all this kind of stuff. So that becomes like a part of the documentary where they talk about uh, some of the people who went there talked about – like there they were two sides of it. Like they're arguing – some people arguing the lineup of bands was ridiculous and it was bound to lead to them setting shit on fire because these are rebellious bands who are not about peace and love. They're about sure. destroying that idea. Yeah. Uh, and then you had other side of people who were like, well, no – these were the people who were popular at the time so we wanted to encourage as many people as possible to come and promote peace and love and all this kind of stuff. True. It's tough to do that when Limp well, Biscuit is one of your fucking heavy... Exactly. Covers. well but, but
1: Limp Biscuit was one of the biggest bands. Yeah, at 99 they were It's shit. hard to argue that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is hard to and I don't like them at all but it was impossible them corn Oh corn, yeah, corn was there as well. Just like okay, so this is metal scat. Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> uh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, but it was also over the top, corporatized. It, yeah, I remember, yeah. People bitching about you know
0: bottles of water or five or six dollars, something yeah. ridiculous. Four, bu- four bucks. But still, four at the bucks? time in '99, four bucks is yeah. a lot for a bottle of water. Yeah, that's crazy yeah. talk. So that's what I liked about the documentary, Matt, is they presented both sides of it. You know, the two organizers and the promoters in current conversations were defending their decisions. They said there was free water all over the place. You didn't have to pay for water. But then you'd see shots of what that free water looked like and the places they had put that free water near the fucking porta-potties. And you see the, the pipes breaking down. You see the water not getting there. And so there was two prevailing narratives as you're watching the documentary. And one side is very adamant that they did everything right. Of course. And the other side were of a lot of the people that went. We're very adamant that uh, they they didn't do all the right stuff and that the people suffered for it as a result. And they weren't prepared for it. Yeah. Um, so and plus,
1: it, I think in 94. Yeah, that was a much rarer occurrence. Right. Yes. These yes. Big, you know, right. massive, huge here in the States. It had been a while. We didn't have our, yeah. you know, uh, Isle of white. We right. don't have that every year type of thing. Now we do. Coachella and all that. Yeah, yeah, with Coachella and Bonnaroo and stagecoach. Yeah. yeah, there's several of them now that have sprung up, and it's yeah. a it's a you know it's a money maker in essence, mm-hmm. and it makes people happy. Right. So I I, I think that it just became uh, you know there's good and bad throughout all that era mm-hmm. era.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but that sounds interesting. I just don't have a, an affinity to a that concert and B many of those bands.
0: Yeah. But well, I mean, they don't, I they don't spend too much time on the music. They spend more about like what that experience was oh, like and how festival. Yeah. I and mean, kind of like that. Yeah. Kind yeah. of like a Firefest type approach to it, like exposing it and seeing what was going on. Um, and about the frat boy culture that was predominant throughout that particular festival. Yeah. Uh and all they've got like Wesley Morris is on there, top, Moby's on there talking about it. Uh Dave Mustaine from Megadeth is on yeah. yeah. That's a
1: good one. He's an interesting guy.
0: Yeah, but, he had some comments about Lars Ulrich. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. Still. they Still. Seem to bar- still. I- yeah.
1: <laughs> they, like, bury the hatchet and they don't. Yeah. There's because a, Dave there- knows. he Yes, Megadeth was big, but Metallica was generational.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And he knows he got cut out of that.
0: Yeah, right. He used to be in Metallica.
1: He was. was. He was in Metallica, and then they yeah. kicked him out because yep. he was an asshole. He's <laughs> like, well, think about that. If you were such a big asshole that... Hetfield and Lars and be like, we're both pricks, but we're at least not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we're at least not him. That's got to hurt. I know, right? We, I mean, we suck, but that guy? That guy. Because <laughs> all I've ever heard is oh. Lars is difficult. Yes. And then James at the height of his drinking was apparently a handful.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, we all, I, I had a drinking problem. Like, whatever, you're a young kid and you're wildly successful. It's really not that hard to see that you got into it. In your rock and roll, come on. Exactly. In mean, your rock and roll, and that's part of the lifestyle,
0: and it totally makes sense. And it's all there.
1: Yeah. 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 And
0: that, uh, I mean, uh, DMX was at that 99 Woodstock, yeah. which I totally forgot about. I forgot about that. And he's leading the crowd and saying the N word. And it's like majority of white people saying the N word back at him as he's saying these things. So that was a weird moment to look yeah. at. I totally forgot about that. You, and
1: yeah, go ahead. Did you see the breaking with variety?
0: Scarlett so, Johansson yes. is suing Disney. Yeah, I was reading about that, I meant to bring that up. So yeah, definitely. scarlett Johansson is suing Disney because of their rollout of Black Widow uh-huh. Day I'm... and Date. And they're saying that, and she's saying that her reps are saying that it cut into her profits, yeah. Off that movie. And you know yeah. what? I don't think she's wrong for this loss nope. Yeah. I honestly I I
1: looked at it and like, well. They're trying to give you a standalone, but also a payday for yeah. having helped carry this whole thing. And all the other people got their standalone movies. And you and Hawkeye haven't yet. So we're going to, oh, and Hulk. Yeah. We're going to do our best to rectify that and uh, get you a nice little payday. And then when they cut into that payday, that's the first thing I thought of. And you're like, oh, they, they tried to do right by her. Yeah. And then she got screwed. I think mm-hmm. this is a, both sides are kind of right. Her to me is more so. Yes. Yes but you kind of if you point like Astrid, honestly do you think that disney they had to make this
0: choice on some level yeah
1: yeah uh, well, given the circumstances
0: right and and this is the full thing from variety right um they filed the lawsuit today as we're recording this in los angeles superior court they allege that the star's contract was breached when the studio opted not to debut the film exclusively in theaters and mo- and a, a, which a, which is a move they claim depressed ticket sales for the avengers spinoff much of johansson's compensation was tied to the box off perform box office performance of black widow if it hit certain benchmark bonuses would kick in so they say disney intensely induced marvel's breach of, of, of the agreement without justification in order to prevent miss johansson from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with marvel this is fascinating on so many levels matt because it's like yeah. well sh- this is essentially her saying i'm not i'm never coming back to play this fucking character so pay me Or, yeah, or
1: they agreed to only do one for sure. Mm -hmm. Right now with this and be like, listen, we'll cut you a little bit more on the points and come back and let's make another one. Right. If you drop, you know what I mean? If you want, say, a hundred million dollars, if we gave you 20 and we made another movie together. How would you how would you feel about that? Right. (laughs) Like there could be a middle ground there where she tries to game it for another movie. Mm hmm. Uh, it's yeah one of two things you either burning that bridge or it's destroyed and you're trying to mend it to get back yeah, yeah. publicly
0: um, they say um, and this is according to the wall street journal their sources there uh, they report that sources close to johansson estimate that the decision to release the film concurrently on disney plus resulted in 50 million dollars in lost bonuses Scarlett's rich she don't need the money this is a principal argument, right? $50 million. Wow.
1: It's also their her agents going, whoa. <laughs> that's that's our 10%. Cut, yeah. 10%. Our cut, we had established certain aspects in our budget. Oh,
0: that's a great point, man. Based
1: on, that's why I'm sure they, you know, putting it in our ear early on. If they put this out, can you believe this? Yeah. Can you believe what they're
0: doing to you, Scarlett?
1: Getting they're
0: saying you're not as good as the others.
1: That's what they're saying. Yeah. They're because saying black- no one goes, yeah.
0: Yeah, because Black Widow is going to come in one of the lowest uh-huh. uh, um, uh, box Generating. offices totals Yeah, uh, in Marvel history. So uh-huh. you don't want to hang that on a female-led Black Widow film. Like, it's a bad look. I mean, I think Disney is going to take some shit for this for sure, man.
1: Well, Whew. when you see Captain Marvel did a bill. Yeah. With a character nobody knew. Right.
0: With an actress, people only knew from, like, fucking Kinda. Scott Pilgrim or... Room, room. she won an Oscar, but it wasn't like Room made a billion dollars of the box nope. office. Yeah,
1: I didn't see it until years after it came out, and yep. I see non stop fucking movies. <laughs> uh, I just can't make room for them all. It's unfortunate it, that is the case, though. Yeah,
0: uh, this could be a really important lawsuit, though, Matt, because like could set a precedent, right? It could set a precedent, especially as streaming stuff start and HBO Max is still sticking to their plan of day and date release of their films. You know, I just did our trailer reaction for King Richard that is coming out day of in the theater and on HBO max um, for 31 days. And so what's the profit margin on that? Yeah. Who knows?
1: So, you yeah. got a fact. Yeah. In the future, if you go to streaming, then you need to release the numbers. And if we get X number of eyeballs, then it's equivalent to if they're a $10 subscription, then we get a dollar of every one of those on the subscription, something. Yeah from the producer side,
0: you know, but Uh, to HBO Max's credit, they have fronted tens of millions of dollars to these actors and directors and producers of these films in anticipation of the losses that might happen at the box office. So they, although they announced it clumsily, they did make that up by uh, securing deals with these people ahead of time. It's what Netflix does. They pay you an obscene amount of money.
1: Some right. I think is too much. the Ryan Johnson hundred mil for knives out 2 yeah, seems on the high side to me, but it simultaneously, if it's always gonna be on Netflix, there are no back end points really
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so uh I can understand why they front load because they'll own it in perpetuity and et cetera right. yeah. um anyway just yeah i saw that and i was like "Ooh, scarlet getting feisty take them down do don't what mess-
0: you gotta do Listen, or is it her agents or is it yeah, it's her, yeah don't mess with scarlet period i mean she doesn't swing the stick all the time but when she swings it she usually gets her way uh, she's not you know she's not one of these people that's constantly in the news and she takes hits you know people make jokes about her playing characters of different ethnicity and different origin all that she takes the hits um and she has her comments but She's not she's not no one to fuck with, man, especially because she's been kind of marginalized in the Marvel Universe and in the Avengers stuff since the beginning. You know, people have complained as viewers like she just shoots uh, guns. Still better than Hawkeye. (laughs) You can argue both. You can. uh, She is way (laughs) better than Hawkeye. That would be a fun debate. Black Widow versus Hawkeye. That would be a fun debate, I think, for sure. Who is, who I'm is taking Black Widow. Useful, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll gladly take Hawkeye. I would That's fine. I am Hawkeye. taking Black Widow. <laughs> but you could argue, right? And so she's taken it. Plus, like they would send out like Avengers toys that would have all the Avengers without her, uh, mm. because of Ike Perlmutter and his his desire desire to not have women be focused that much, or people who, or diversity be too much of a thing in in the Marvel universe. So in the first few years, I think she took a lot of hits. And now, as women have become uh, more powerful since the Me Too movement. I think they've got every right, in ho- and more powerful in Hollywood, I mean, they've got every right to go and get what they want because the PR hits the studios can take on this can be devastating. So it's a smart move for her to go I, after these guys and get paid.
1: Exactly. The fact that when the economics are the same, yeah. so meaning actress here and actor here gener- are generating the same profit, then, yeah. then both sides should be making it's close to roughly the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like, if it's, it's bankability at that point, mm-hmm. uh, and it only makes sense. It's when there's a disparity, like actresses, uh, films generate more than this actor over here, but he can command a higher fee and just like, well, the market doesn't dictate that. Right. So what, it, where is, how is that happening in a free market
0: uh, yeah. here? That's
1: interesting. Let's break that down. Yeah. Uh, perhaps it's potential bankability and that's what they're banking on or that's what they're investing on before they do it. But who the fuck knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait uh, to see how this one turns out. That's why es- like, Ooh, intriguing. Especially Matt. Yeah. Because um, now they're releasing the emails between her and the studio and, and members of the Marvel team. What if it's like that Sony drop from years ago?
1: Oh. <laughs> Where Disney is just, there's a bunch of, uh, mild racism Ooh. and homophobia or something Yikes. or they just the call it misogyny entire, yeah. yeah misogyny or or say say whatever their last film performed poorly in yeah. country whatever in the world it is yeah and now in the email chain they're talking about the next movie and be like well fuck that place <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs> just out of nowhere and be like well there's a history <laughs> it's not like they're going out of the way against yeah. Madagascar right no now. no it's just that the last like two movies they put out there tanked, so they
0: <laughs> they're like uh, you know f China, f China. What no, I there, they'll never anymore. say that in any no. email form or anything else. Although Star Wars doesn't do well in China, everything else to, like Marvel kills it in China. Star Wars is a is fucking crickets in China. Well, I and think that's because it's, it's selling a religion. On yeah, some yeah, level. yeah, probably, yeah. Um. Yeah, and the, the the email they released the snippet of it, it's in the Variety of articles. Uh, it says uh, Johansson's legal team said the representatives for the actress were worried that Black Be- Widow was going to debut on Disney Plus even before COVID brought life to a stand. So they were worried they might use it as a way to lure people to subscribe to Disney Plus. So as part of the suit, they shared emails from the management group of Johansson that asked the studio to guarantee that Black Widow would Ooh, prime okay. would premiere exclusively in months. Uh, And Marvel Chief Counsel Dave Galluzzi responded in an email promising a traditional theatrical bow, adding, we understand that should the plan change, we would need to discuss this with you and come to an understanding as the deal is based on a series of very large box office bonuses. So the fact that they're releasing these emails as part of the lawsuit tells you that disney didn't want to come to the table and negotiate more money for scarlet yeah so scarlet was like well fuck you i'm gonna take you yeah. to court and i'm gonna Do get it my in public money. yep doing it in public and you're gonna take the pr hit on this one and they will you know and i guarantee you florence Pugh, who's no stranger to fighting against the studio or fighting to be respected in the business as a woman young female actress she's taken on the role of yelena and hawkeye in the series she could step forward and be like fuck you if you're not gonna pay her you're not going to pay me. Uh, I, I don't trust you. Pay her and then I'll come back. Don't don't rule that out. Maybe. Don't rule that out. I think women are finding more and more agency with each other in these fights Sure, and are willing to stand up and protect each other in these moments. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm saying there's a possibility on the table that it could because yeah. she, she's a fighter that Florence Pugh true. I respect that.
1: Yeah. But that could also throw a monkey wrench in what could be generational wealth.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. Them.
1: I'm not saying that's the right decision. I'm just saying that is right, part right, right. of the calculus for any of these. I don't know her background.
0: Yeah. No, no. You make a good point, dude. Honestly, yeah. Because yeah. you, you're, me- uh, you're messing with decades of money.
1: Hypothetically, yes. Right. This could be if you ended up being the next whatever, the massive thing, and you had back-end points like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like, this is generational wealth, hypothetically. Yeah. Although I doubt Disney would open it up unless she or anybody – took off to a degree that it'd be impossible. And that's how you lure them to come back. Like you don't have them under a three picture contract type of thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we need you to make $2 billion. How many, what do you need? What, yeah. what, what do you need? Yeah. Yeah. Uh whew. Craziness, man. Which actually leads us nicely into our topic today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? a traditional countdown now. All right. Uh, we can do that. Well, Cause I think it could lead to an interesting conversation. That's for today, sure. not to say that the others didn't recently, but when I was putting it together, what I did with mine is I also yeah. came up with actors for the movie.
0: Oh, just as a talk point nice,
1: us. interesting. Yeah. Uh, right. It's like, oh, what do you yeah. think about this? Because Incredible. today's
0: topic is is comic book movie reboots. Yeah, top ten comic movie comic movies we'd like to see rebooted.
1: Yeah, yeah. But what within that when we were talking about it, mm-hmm. the movie didn't have to be bad at least for me to qualify okay yeah i agree with that because certain things are just done and she's like well they're gonna reboot this anyway
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: so that was part of i can explain my rationale as i go through but anyway i think it's okay it was an interesting topic to me and i figured if if i got some names maybe it sparks some names in you and you're like what about this i haven't thought about you know it's not, not a had, bad idea. Have, have you thought about this be like oh that's interesting maybe we yeah. could recast a couple of these i don't know i don't know
0: yeah. get frisky yeah well let's do it let's do it
1: um all right you want to tell
0: them how the show works as well
1: uh yes once we go our separate ways we create personal top ten lists. show back up here i do my bottom three he does his bottom three i do my next two he does his next two then we trade one a piece once we have revealed our personal top ten list we create the shows between the two of us
0: boom um, um all right
1: let's get it on what okay we got a 10 at 10 so i put it at 10 because okay. for various reasons but i'll just go ahead and say it now when we get into it uh wolverine
0: okay oh wow interesting all right go ahead go ahead well it's inevitably coming mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason it's a 10 is because it hugh jackman is so synonymous with the yes. role right now but yes. it's been a money maker so it's coming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so might as well go ahead and get used to the idea that we're going to have wolverine again in our lives if Hugh is genuinely out and we got to start thinking about who's going to replace wolverine and by we I mean you and I and the other producers.
0: Right, yes, of course. For this upcoming project. <laughs> yes, let's get on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh so is that because you know, when you after you saw the first Suicide Squad and they're gonna redo it, it's like, oh, they've added X, you know, these other individuals and they got this director, and you start fantasizing about it. so I went down that avenue. Right. Type of thing. So here are the names I got. Logan okay. Lerman. No, keep going. Okay. John Boyega. Oh, a black Wolverine! Interesting. Okay, go ahead. But he's got the he's got the size. Oh, sure. You know I mean, sure. The thing is, Wolverine and the next one for me were the hardest to recast because there's Hugh Jackman is Wolverine mm. right now.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay. And then um, Define Keen. Okay. Uh, those is are the, the
0: three I got. Is that the girl, Daphne Keen? You talking yeah, about? Daphne. Daphne I'm sorry, Daphne Keen. Sorry, yeah, Daphne, Daphne Yeah, X-23. she's already been X23 oh dude a thousand percent if they hand the wolverine thing over to daphne Keene, i'd be a million percent on board on that not a problem at all i thought she was great and fucking logan and he essentially handed the role off to her in that final moment with her a little bit yeah yeah don't let them tell you what you can be so a continuation
1: of that and i don't think you could do you know technically logan again with her yeah um because reboot doesn't mean you got to remake the exact same fucking thing like right. we're doing Gus Van Zant psycho shot for shot type of jazz.
0: Right, right.
1: So you're just kind of starting over with the character. Um, I like that. Idea. But yeah, I liked her and I liked Boyega. Okay. I thought okay. Boyega could be very interesting.
0: Tom Hardy is always going to be my choice. Okay. i was doing? trying to go with
1: slightly younger. I get it. Gonna-
0: I'm just saying he's never going to do it because he's doing Venom, but he would have been yeah. my choice from the beginning. I I like Tom Hardy as an actor. Yeah, he'd be excellent for it. He's just got the right size and persona. You know who would have been great in the 80s? And I know he's persona non grata for a lot of people, but a Mel Gibson Wolverine in the 80s? Say goodnight, man. Say goodnight. As soon as you said, you know who would have been
1: good, the first thing I thought of was Mel Gibson. And you're like, I know he's persona non grata. I'm like, it's Mel. (laughs) It's Mel. It's the first thing I thought of, especially if you did uh, uh, um, Logan. He's Logan. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. Can't god. you see him yes. with the mutton chops and it's the Woo. gray and he's this grizzled old guy? But the how he is, i can get his eyes to quiver and you care oh, yeah. about and you can see the pain within Wolverine after all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: he is persona non grata. Yeah, but he's like he's and he's so great at playing unstable. Oh my god, it had been great.
1: great. Um,
0: so that was my ten. You had the uh any other potentials that you like oh, for it? I, I, there's uh, some. Okay, here are the suggestions that I've seen. Daniel okay. Radcliffe. Hell no. No. Uh, Brad Pitt? He's too old. Ben Affleck? He's too old. Justin Thoreau? No. Here's an interesting one, although he'd be older, as you said. Joel Edgerton? I
1: wish, but he's too old. Right. He, maybe. He's, right. I think, closer on the cusp. Yeah. But it's a 10 year job. Charlie Hunnam? No, I
0: don't think he's a good actor. Momoa? No. Okay. What about Andrew Lincoln from the Walking?
1: Well, Momo is also already in comic book movies. Yes, he he's in Aquaman already. Right. So you're not going to cross pollinate over to
0: Marvel. You know, you can cross pollinate the smaller characters, like Lawrence Fisherman being sure both Marvel and Disney, but you can't. Yeah. Uh, what about Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead, the main guy? No chance. You really see him carrying? Plus, he's too old. Okay.
1: Joaquin Phoenix. Too old. Unless he's going to do a one-off, he's still, like that's the thing. All okay. these, when you sign up, you're doing a three-picture deal more than yeah. likely. Right. So right. it's like right. we need eight to ten years of your life. So you want to hang it on somebody's like twenty mid mid
0: to late twenties to early thirties. Here's a possibility. What about Ben Foster? Is he in that too old place? I don't. Do you think so? I don't know. Because what was the what was that one? No, no one left behind or no, no trace without no trace a, left behind. He's no a dad, tra- in that yeah. and yeah, his daughter's like fourteen. Yeah. You know? So I don't know if I necessarily see him as the young Wolverine. He's got the. I mean, that uh, villain turn in three hundred and ten to Yuma. He's got the chops. Yeah, he does definitely. Right?
1: Yeah, Russell Crowe would have been. You know, he oh good night would have been a great one.
0: That's the number one choice, really.
1: No, well, he turned either. it down. Yeah, I know. I know. And suggested Hugh Jackman. There you go. And he also turned down uh, Viggo Mortensen's part in Lord of the Rings. I think that's for the best. Well, he was promised points. Oh. Exactly. And the story is, according to him, he called Peter Jackson had had discussion. He was the studio's choice, and he felt that
0: he wasn't Peter's choice. Oh.
1: So he chose not to do it.
0: That, that makes reason. sense. You don't want to bash against someone brought a whole production that could be irritating
1: yeah it's just like i i genuinely think you have according to him yeah he had another person peter jackson in his head already that he wanted Mm. to play and and russell could just feel it yeah you're taking this meeting out of obligation potentially yeah i think that's an honest yeah uh but the money would have been obscene yes just obscene
0: uh all right so that's my 10 okay good stuff good stuff jake gyllenhaal any chance jake gyllenhaal no
1: Well, he's already done
0: Mysterio. He has. So he's already in Marvel. What about Aaron Taylor Johnson? They killed him off as Pietro. Would it be weird to see him show up as...
1: Maybe not. That's not bad. He's got the right size. Yeah.
0: I like him. He's young. He is young. All right. right, Those are the choices.
1: All right. What's your nine? Nine is Iron Man. The reboot is coming.
0: (laughs) You want... Wait, what? This early? You want another Iron Man?
1: No, no, no. I'm just saying it's coming. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Of all the movies on the list. So I made a list on the side okay. of movies that potentially could be rebooted. Right, right, right. And of these 10, like, or not 10, of these 15, I excluded anything that has something coming in the next few years. Yes, like, yes. That doesn't right, count. Right. You know, Fantastic Four, there's another one coming. Blade, yes. there's another yeah. one coming. X Men, there's another one coming. Yeah. So all those rebo- reboots, it's like, well, I have no affinity to that one compared to this one. And I know this reboot is coming with Iron right. Man. Right. It's inevitable. So if I have to make a choice between this and this other movie, I don't give a shit about as much. Well, okay. I'd rather see this one. It just now it's at nine because pump the brakes a little bit here. Who are we fucking casting? Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, that's how I did it. It was a weird list to me this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Tony Stark was easily the, the most difficult to try and come up with a casting for. Oh, I'm sure. The only thing I came up with was was uh, Lakeith Stanfield or Stanfield.
0: <laughs> That's it. Interesting, Lakeith.
1: He could pull off the smarmy charm, mm-hmm. and I believe the physicality because Iron Man isn't so intimidating. Okay. It's a tough combo, man. Robert Downey Jr. is yeah. kind of a singular. Because we're we're gonna want the snappy dialogue.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, he's the only one for sure that we definitely need. He's you know a nineteen twenties. No, Noir kind of character on some level, like updated version, because he's always got the good rejoinder, the quirky, cute, yeah. charming thing to say.
0: What about that uh, guy from Bridgerton? Roger Jean Page. I didn't watch that show, so I don't know. OK, that. did you? Yeah, I watched three episodes. It got okay. to be that counts to much me for me. Um, But sh- I think he's a great looking dude. He's got that swagger and cockiness. Um, so if you're going to go younger, he could be an interesting Iron Man for sure. Okay. Yeah. And it's not uh, a guy hiding his face the whole time. But can obviously- he do the comedy chops? I think so. There are some funny moments in uh, Bridgerton. Okay. Never so, seen him. Yeah. So yeah, I do not know. He's doing the Saint. He's rebooting the Saint, which they announced a couple of days ago. So it's so funny to me because you have young fans who tell you all the time. Oh, you're bringing up old references, blah, blah, blah. But here's the studio rebooting old ass properties from the 50s and 40s and 60s and what have you. And it's like, you know, you can come at us for the old thing or me at the old for the old thing. But like studios are still fucking going back in time to reboot this shit. Oh, yeah. You have no experience with it. So me giving you some information is not a bad thing. Just saying. Um just yeah seen. i didn't i didn't like the saint did you the kilmer one yeah. i like i like the kitcheness of it but it's not a good movie no no but he is fun to watch in it uh, but it is not a good movie in any way shape or form
1: yeah i was a big kilmer fan i saw that and i was like mm. nope you want to i mean it's not the worst cool. thing ever but i wanted so much
0: more for it yes agreed because it could have uh, been a great uh a great franchise for kilmer yeah it's like a it's Ethan too.
1: Yeah. hybrid james bondy type uh yeah
0: um, but anyway, it's so walking in Roger yeah. Moore's footsteps too. So would have been great.
1: Yeah. So like the okay. So okay. the Saint between the Saint and the inevitable Iron Man that I know is coming, I'd rather see Iron Man to be perfectly honest because I don't care okay. okay. about the Saint. Fair enough. It was that's it was a list of like mm, I don't care or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good luck to you. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe you. If somebody wanted to say we're going to reboot this and be like it's failed numerous times now, yeah. I yeah. don't know that you're gonna be able to get this right. Yeah, it's a good, point. Um, that's a good so point. I chose Iron Man.
0: That's I like it. It's a good choice. All right, what's your eight? Uh eight is spawn. Uh that's my seven. Yeah. Perfect placement. Yes.
1: Yes. Perfect placement.
0: This is um, such a great, rich uh property. And when you look or IP rather, when you look at spawn and the decades that it's been around and it is multiple decades, ladies and gentlemen, that it's been around. Um, I think it has every opportunity to be rebooted in a positive way. I know Jamie Fox was working on one, but it, it kind of fell apart. Um, and I would like to see this done so much better than what we got with Michael J. White. Nothing against Michael J. White, but that's, oh. that's, that's a terrible movie. It's brutal. Yeah. The TV show wasn't much better. So you've got to. Yeah, but it wasn't that much better. You've got to find somebody who understands this property and understands the importance of this character and the emotional journey this character has been on and goes on as Spawn, you know, former Mm -hmm. Marine guy who's lost his wife uh, because he's Spawn. This is how he came back and the situations he has to deal with. You know, all of that. So, uh, yeah, it would have been nice to see. I would like to see this rebooted. In yeah,
1: a I don't. The movie itself, I don't blame Michael for. Right, right, right. That's fair. It, it's Leg Leguizamo. That could be some of his best casting, to be perfectly I, honest.
0: Don't disagree with you. He was good in that movie.
1: Yeah, and I am not a Leg Leguizamo fan. Mm-hmm. Um, Although he was really good in Waco, if you saw that. Yeah, he was good. In Waco. Everybody
0: was good in Waco. Fun, I know. Man. What's his was, face? The main guy was great in Waco.
1: Taylor kitsch I'm always yeah, Kitch. Kitsch, yeah. For some Kitch. reason. He looks like I shouldn't like him. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right, right. He's
1: right. got that yes, I realize I'm Taylor Kitsch kind of vibe to him. And, <laughs> and yet somehow he doesn't that doesn't come off. No nope. his face looks like it should. Right, right. But I've always liked him because he's a good actor. Yeah. And even if the movie sucks, I still enjoyed him in it quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um but uh, yeah, Sheen is really awful. Oh God! And yeah. his whole storyline feels clunky and rammed in. Yep. Um, I would rather just have the other side if we're going to do the movie, this pitting heaven against hell and mm-hmm. fallen angel type of thing. Yep. Um. All right, so here's what I got for okay. potential actors. Let me, Please let me see what you think about this.
0: Okay. Uh, Winston Duke, great choice. Sure. You could probably just stop there, but go I ahead. know.
1: I know, but at the same time, I love Winston Duke. So do I, and he's got the the right size. Yes. Um, I have no idea how to pronounce this dude's name, but I okay. will try. Um, Okiarit? Um, okay. Anoa Dowen? Okay. Where have you seen him in? He was uh the the big heavy-set black guy in Hamilton that played Oh, yes. George Washington. No, 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 not George Washington. He oh. played one of the lesser-known uh, colonists. Has a ridiculous okay. name like Hercules or something okay. like that. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But he just, like, he's got the physical imposing, yes. but there's a, a, from what I remember of it, he's got a kindness in his eyes, just like yes. Duke. Duke has an over-the-top, but I could also see that guy just breaking down and crying. Right. Um, he,
0: he played Hercules Mulligan. Yes. Her, Hercules okay. Mulligan. Ridiculous
1: yeah. name. Um. <laughs> I can't believe that was someone's actual, real, honest to God name, <laughs> Hercules Mulligan. Um, and then f- the last one was kind of like a eh, a little slightly out of uh, left field, uh, Caleb McLaughlin, the young oh. kid from Stranger Things. Right. Yeah. Just because you see pictures of him now, it's like he's growing up, he's getting right. bigger, but it's it's Duke, and it's the other guy, yeah, uh, whose name I'm probably not going to try again because I'm I would imagine I butchered it.
0: Um, I'm gonna throw one out there, but I don't know if he can do it. Okay. Because he's gonna be an, a Hawkman, but Aldous Hodge could be interesting. He's playing he awful. Uh Brian Banks uh One Night in Miami. He played I haven't seen that yet. Oh, oh. Um what else was he just in uh oh Invisible Man? Did you see that with the oh, Okay. Hawks, with yeah, Elizabeth yeah, He's a friend. The, yeah, the yeah. Yep, yep. Um, they're that living guy. at their house. Yeah, and his brother's in Tomorrow War, the Tomorrow War, the one that was just on Amazon Prime with uh, Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but his brother l- almost literally sounds and acts in terms of rhythms and patterns. Yeah, in he the does the like way. Him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. What about was... Sterling K. Brown? What about Sterling K. Brown?
1: I-, I have him for another role. Okay.
0: All right. I was like, I think he'd be good over here.
1: Some some people I doubled up. I tried to not do that though.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um. I like the idea of Sterling of, of um sorry of uh Winston Duke or um the Hercules Mulligan guy honestly yeah those are good choices
1: the last name is O N A O D O W A N. So mm-hmm. Doan.
0: Sure. Maybe uh um, Anatawan. one is possible. Another one, sure. 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 <laughs> I don't know. And then the first
1: name, which is like I'm pretty sure I'm, you know. Okiarit, Sure. Okioret? Sure, sure, sure. Okiarit, I don't know. Anyway. Sir, you were memorable and I had to look up your name and write it down just to butcher it on the show, but I think you could do it. Good luck to you. I hope you get booked in spawn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Jamie Foxx was working with Todd McFarland, but it's fa- I think it's fallen apart, if I'm correct on that. Yeah. Cuz um I haven't heard anything about.
1: He it. still seems young enough because Spawn to me is not like an Iron Man or the others or a Blade or yeah. uh, anything you know that's coming. That's going to be three three movies, right? Spawn right. could be one to two,
0: unless it really takes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what I was reading recently, man. Really interesting. I didn't know this. Um, Yahoo did a um, kind of relook at Miami Vice, and I'm bringing this up because of Jamie Fox. Mm-hmm. And they talked about um, how Jamie Foxx was the one who kind of made this film happen because he pestered Michael Mann on the set of Collateral to go back to his Miami Vice days and make this movie. Mann had no interest initially, and it wasn't until Fox kept pestering him, and then he rewatched the first couple of seasons of Miami Vice mm-hmm. that he got excited to do it. And it's so funny that that's how it came about. Yeah, But then it led to the end of their working relationship, in essence, um, Mm -hmm. because uh, the drama on set and the issues with uh, um, how things were going about. And there's a lot of reports that Fox was a huge diva on set, um, which Michael Mann defended. And then Colin Farrell in the thing, Colin Farrell says, I don't remember shooting a frame of that movie because I was so... Drunk. drunk or high the whole yeah. time and it's like i regret that it's a terrible really comes across in the performance it does right um, yeah. but there are people who defend that movie and um, oh, you used to be one of them you I say did, you're I, off I, that train I, i'm not saying i'm off the train i'm saying that the more i watch it now in retrospect i see the holes get bigger and bigger every time i watch it hmm. and even michael mann in like 2019 in an interview he said um I, there are people who like this movie i would love to sit down with one of them and find out why it's so, it's, a, it's so interesting that a director would say that man
1: well he's got a good canon of film
0: yeah, yeah. so
1: he can be honest when he
0: made a mistake but you know what's crazy though man he's only done like two films in the last 10 15 years and that blew me away when I read that in the article yeah he'd done Public Enemies in 2009 and Black Hat in 2015 That's since Miami Vice those are the only two movies he's done bro that's it two and those weren't no
1: that exceptional no i like public enemies but black hat was it's been a minute fest. i feel like i need to see it again black hat okay. i didn't like yeah i was a that's when i thought fest. hemsworth was doomed to not be able to mm. uh, leap out of being thor
0: right, right. i was
1: like oh that sucks i like him as thor but i didn't really know him and then as his comedy got better over time she's like yeah this dude's gonna be in our lives for a while yeah uh All right, so we
0: both had Spawn. You had seven. Um, Yes. What's on your list, sir? All right, so let's. uh, My number ten is uh, the Shadow, the one with the um, Alec Baldwin. Yes. Okay. I collected those. Those of you who remember, they brought the Shadow back in the late '90s as a comic book run, and it was exceptional. I mean exceptional and this is a this is a character i think based from a character in the 40s or 30s yeah in the 30s i guess because uh orson wells used to do the voiceover yeah, i thought it was a radio character yeah yeah right but it was a comic book it was comic book initial a comic strip initially i did not know that and it stemmed from that and so um that's how they created the the shadow and then they did these com- so to me the comic book run was awesome um, and so I would like to see them kind of approach that again as what's old is new again. We see this sure. like like Jungle Cruise is set like way back in the 30s or 40s or 50s. Yeah, pre-World War I, actually. So set in the early uh, early years of the, of the uh, uh, 20th century. Uh, I would like to see something like that with the shadow going a little bit back in time and having some fun with that character. Because what they did in that movie was a fucking abomination, man. Um, and although Pen- Penelope Ann Miller is great in the movie, mm. uh, John Lone is fun as the, the guy from Iceman is fun as a um, as a villain. Baldwin is so cheeseball in that movie, and it could have been really, really good. So I would like them to retackle The Shadow, go back and reread that run from the late 90s into the early 2000s, cast this thing, find a debonair guy, to play what's his name langston is that his name even? no fucking
1: clue i've only God seen i i couldn't i couldn't stomach it it reminded me of the billy zane one oh yeah that, the, yeah phantom the Ooh. phantom yeah it just uh oh. it's like you get so far and be like nope not my cup of tea and i turned it
0: off oh there's lamont cranston that's his name lamont cranston but it was so cheeseball I mean jonathan winters tim curry peter boyle no one's gonna take you seriously in a film like that not with that cast no uh, even even Ian McCallan was in this movie, uh, still making some. Uh, James Hong's in this movie, so it, it just didn't work. A, and it could have been really cool. So I think Lamont Cranston as the Shadow is a fun character. And there's got even the even if you reboot it as a series, it could be really really interesting. I think on okay. HBO Max or something. So, um, okay. So then my number nine is Flash Gordon. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, because that 1980s film is cool. It's got its people who love it. It's a fun cult film. It's not. It's got a great song. It's got one of the best. Yeah, right? It's got a good song, but quietly, it's not that good of a movie. No, it's not. So I want to see a reboot of that. I think it's a perfect time to bring like an NFL player, progressive even NFL player as this quarterback. The Jets suck, so make him a quarterback of some other team. Uh, have ming the merciless come back have the love interest come back i mean there's so much to explore with flash gordon again what's old is new do it in the style of indiana jones do it in that kind of adventurous style um yeah. and i think it would work uh, I, I, I wonder bradley I cooper could be a fun flash gordon
1: i think you could get producers for flash gordon I okay think the shadow it's going to be tough for you to find <laughs> funding to make this movie
0: Come on, man.
1: That factored in my decision as well. That, what I brought up earlier is just like, I, I don't I don't know anybody that's going to make this. They're making so. the
0: saint. Who the fuck was clamoring for a new saint? Come on. True. But the at least the saint did
1: something at the box office. The shadow was a bomb.
0: The shadow was a bomb. You're right about that.
1: And nobody knows the shadows. Oh. So, it's, so it's the equivalent of the saint. The saint at least had something. And it's mm-hmm. you could rebrand it as a modern James Bond, Jason Bourne type of thing. Whereas the yeah. shadow... It's a noir where a character hides in the shadows. Like, There's a limitation to how cool this is going to be.
0: I mean, this could be a good vehicle of the shadow for Colin Farrell. I like this idea. Okay. Maybe a younger Pierce Brosnan. Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes from the Punisher series. He could be an interesting shadow. Okay, He was in, he was in Shadow and Bone, so he was already halfway there.
1: I really think you're gonna to need to get a huge name attached to this to get it produced but i like that you're finding the best fit i
0: don't think i think you're gonna find much money out there that's all yeah. i'm saying i could be wrong that's i've fair. never produced a film so I don't that's know. fair that's fair um what what's the other one we were just talking about uh flash gordon oh flash gordon chris hemsworth how about chris hemsworth is flash gordon
1: sure that could be fun i just don't care if they make another of those wow so it's never going to make my list. It's yeah, honestly that flash. Mm. Bah, ah, ah. It's a great song. It's so good. Mm. I wish the movie lived up to how good that song was. Yeah, or it is rather. Agreed. Because uh, I was thoroughly disappointed as a kid and it should have been in my
0: wheelhouse. Um, so anyway. Agreed. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> All right. So then my number eight uh, is Darkman. Okay. Is Mason film. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Dark you know Man. I didn't write that down on the side. I should have. I don't know. I must have missed it. <laughs>
0: Dark Man's a good choice. Dude, love that. L- I love the cheesiness of that movie. It's Sam Raimi at his ultimate cheesiness. But Liam Neeson and Francis McDormand make that thing work. Who knew that those two would go on to have such a career as they did? I mean, Liam Neeson essentially being reborn off after taking Francis McDormand, now multiple time Oscar winner. Mm hmm. And I thought she was just gonna be stuck in these kinds of films in rotation for a while. So I think this could be a fun thing to explore, especially because you've got a guy who can essentially put on any face. We've seen this already yeah. with Mission Impossible and a couple other things. There's a recent movie that uses that, I don't want to spoil it, but like uh that happens. So uh well, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that coupled with the fact that his nerves don't register pain. Like don't they, register pain. it's part yeah. of it. And like, that's a great hook, right? But yeah. I, I think you made an excellent call uh, to put it on your list. I might even put it a little higher, but we can oh. keep it right here. Okay. Okay.
0: Sake of the list. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I like it. And I think it's a good story too. science, science versus uh-huh. profit. You could argue that um, there's a lot to explore here with him. And also the tragedy of the lost love of Julie, the lost Julie of losing Julie you know all of it i think works so well and like i said liam made this thing hum when it had no business humming yeah and that's some great casting to put him in the lead of this film and even larry drake as the villain is cheesy as nuts in this film
1: was it a comic obviously it was because it is a comic Mm -hmm. book movie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um what universe is it part of because then that'll tell you who you could put Ooh, in it.
0: Good question. Let me see. Is it,
1: if it's independent, let's have some fun.
0: Hmm. I don't know. What is it? Creation? Uh, I can look it up too. see if one of it. It's Marvel. Published by Marvel. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we can't use Marvel. Yes. Yeah. So anybody from
1: DC or anywhere else? In the world. All right. Marvel took off a couple off the top of my head that I liked. Wow. To play Darkman. To play Darkman. Um, ben Affleck could be interesting.
0: Sure. As a scientist.
1: Colin Farrell.
0: Farrell is interesting.
1: Because Darkman is another one where you don't need a young guy for this because no. more than likely it's just going to be like one to two pictures. Yeah. Or yeah. it could be a one-off.
0: Ooh. let me see what the internet thinks. I like this idea. Uh, oh. So who is...
1: Because my first thought was Gyllenhaal, but he's already part of Marvel. Oh, Jake. Yeah. Um, that would be a good one. This could be a good one for Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Because he doesn't have the Liam Neeson, like, take-in fighting going on in this. Right, right. He's more just like a good fighter, so to speak, like a good bruiser who can take a lot of punches. And bullets, but <laughs> that's why it doesn't feel the pain, so you can just keep coming.
0: I love it um I can't think of anybody else who could and there's no like there literally is no website showcasing who they would like to see play oh by. of course not because it's dark man
1: <laughs> you yeah, I mean you're picking so far three more obscure,
0: yes. <laughs> But ones uh, that I remember seeing and seeing, seeing potential, sure. really great potential for them. It's
1: another way to, to look at this list. And I think you're correct in your assessment. It's, a, uh, mm. um, yeah, I, I saw like three, four different ways to attack the list. That's why. I yeah, yeah, it. definitely. Uh, I thought it was a fun show. Um, All right.
0: What's, what's your seven? Okay. Seven. My seven
1: mm-hmm.
0: is uh, the crow. Oh, yeah. That was a tough cut. Okay. And oh, and because Momoa has been circling this thing forever, I kind of cut it as well. But go ahead, man. Uh, here's here's who I put in Crow. Okay, and
1: uh, I think he turns it down. Okay, uh, Rami Malek.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Okay, because it's a, a guy who's, you know, uh, him and his girl. Uh, he gets killed, and this mm-hmm. this group comes in. They do terrible things to his fiance, and mm-hmm. ultimately kill her, and through some mysticism. What was it? A crow was flying over yeah. as he was dying or something. Yeah. And it transferred his spirit, whatnot. He comes back from the dead to avenge the, the killers right. to avenge his, well, pardon me, avenge his fiance and take out the killers. So you don't need like a momoa, although momoa would be great yeah. Yeah, 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 in it, but you just need somebody that can pull off that brooding. I'm from the underworld and I'm here to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think with Malik's eyes, those big, huge peepers could work, could it's, work. It, standing in the shadows, yeah. a lot of dark, like it really fits a lot of his vibe already. Yeah. And he doesn't need to be over the top Superman. Right. Right. Uh, my other choices okay. were Finn Wolfhard. Nice choice. I think he's still a little young to play. Still, it, a little but young, still a little good lanky, choice. but go ahead. once again, the crow could end up being a series. I was trying to go a little bit younger. True. True. Um, Damn it! Now I need to look up uh, Esme Creed Miles. Okay, and then finally Julia Garner. Oh, Julia Garner's a nice choice. Uh, I like her a lot. I just couldn't find anything on this list I could really fit her into. Okay, and this was the one that I was like, I could see this role reversal, and she's the one that comes back. Yeah, because we've already seen her be a little, you know, uh, hillbilly badass. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was trying to think of the—they're they're not an appellation like Ozarkians, yeah. But I don't—I don't know what is that the same thing as an Appalachian, You know the what I mean? Ozark
0: people, people of the Ozarks. People of me. the Ozarks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lothar <laughs> of the Ozarks.
1: It really fits. Uh, hear me. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah. I realize I, cha- I don't
1: understand your Indian gaming casinos. <laughs> Lothar uh oh. that's a where i love the premise more than the sketch i think that <laughs> yeah, premise right right that premise
0: is excellent it's like the what, frozen caveman lawyer Unfrozen oh, frozen God. caveman I'm lawyer That's right that's right he's on like a, a cell phone he's like
1: oh your honor i don't
0: understand your modern ways <laughs> they're so foreign to me i don't yeah. know yeah i mean the, the
1: the sketch itself is is good i just think the premise is brilliant in oh, its yeah. stupidity I'm 1,000% agree with you. Yeah. Um, what about Anya Taylor-Joy?
0: I have her for something else. Okay. But I think that's an excellent I poem. would love her. After seeing Queen's Gambit, I'm like, oh, man, I know she was in that horror film Morgan where she played this, like, uh, really weird kind of creature. Mm-hmm. So I think she could kill the crow. She'd be fantastic in the crow. Yeah um i think especially eyes be- for that part was is a good thing yeah yeah especially because like it's about revenge from a sexual assault right i mean in the in yeah, she gets raped and killed so in the post me too movement i mean this idea of having um and of course i don't mean post me too like we solved it i just mean like you know since people have been more aware of it made more aware of it um to see her come in and enact some kind of revenge in this mm-hmm. way is, and make it like a uh kind of brilliant social commentary, which means it's not just surface, it's levels deep, I think would be fascinating. You know, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, because I'm watching I'm watching the catch and kill thing on um HBO Max about the Weinstein stuff. And it's okay. amazing how many women are involved with facilitating the sexual assault or the attacks or the rapes that occurred uh because they were young assistants Either A didn't know any better, or B were desperate to keep the job and were afraid yeah. of him. And, I was, and so yeah. they facilitated, you know, bringing or, actresses up there. Yeah. Once
1: they realized that they weren't the only ones that had seen it, yeah, it had already happened, mm-hmm. perhaps more than once. And then you find out, you're like, oh shit, this is not an isolated incident. Even though I, yeah, perhaps should have said something before, yeah. Um, yeah. But I will, you know, I I don't want to wade into those waters because I wasn't there.
0: Right, um, and these are young people, which is why they hire them young, so you can manipulate them when they're young. You know, most people are pretty manipulatable when they're. Well, they just
1: they're hungry and they're
0: willing to do whatever it mm-hmm. takes to get in on the ground floor, and and they're willing to ignore certain things uh-huh. because they think they've got to get to where they want to get to. Yeah, yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah, agreed. Um, another was another. I saw another possibility, and we'll move on from the crow. Um, where is it here? Oh, Kit Harrington could be interesting. Although I don't think he's that. I don't think he's that like. I don't think he's got that thing.
1: Do you know what I mean? To lead a piece? You know? I think he's closest to being the actual
0: height of Wolverine. Uh-huh. So maybe he could do Wolverine. Oh, okay. More of a introspective, self reflective. Well,
1: movie. make him actually 5'4, like, or whatever he is in the comics. Mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman.
0: Kit- perfect.
1: Yeah. I think Kit is roughly around that, you know. Five six, yeah. maybe five, yeah.
0: five. I think you're right about that. Um, uh, yeah, could be interesting with those two for sure. And there's gonna um, be a bunch of uh you know
1: behind the scenes shots of him on an apple box in scenes. <laughs> 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 uh anyway. Uh, all right, where are we off to next? Uh your six? My six is Catwoman. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, the Go first ahead. one was so terrible. The thing is, we've seen a pretty good representation already in Anne Hathaway.
0: Yeah, so I don't... Oh, and Pfeiffer. So I don't and Pfeiffer. Think, yeah, and we're going to get, I think, a good one with Zoe Kravitz, so I'm not... Oh, is there one slated to come out? Not, no, not as a separate um, uh, film. She's going to be part TV of the show? Batman movie. She's going to oh, okay. be part of the Batman movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I try not to pay any attention to any of that shit.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Uh. But anyway, um, well, then I could strike it. I'll strike it from well, my list because she's been cast and I'm trying yeah. not to do anything that where it's been cast. So I'll put Darkman on my list officially. Okay. And just knock that off. That's fine.
0: Cool. 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 Um, All right. Then uh, where are we off to? Uh, oh, my seven. six. No, you're my six. Different. Sorry. My six is the Punisher. That's a punt. Ooh, all right. What's your five? Well, before oh. we get into my five.
1: Good point. Yeah, why don't we take this quick break and hear a word from our sponsor? All
0: right, there we go. <laughs>
1: Great we break. S- we uh,
0: we sounded really well on those commercials. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah.
1: Um. So, all right, my five then, sir, mm-hmm. is Ghost Rider. That is a punt. I. Th- you know what? I don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I think I like a lot of my. Top five. I can I can bump that higher. I got no problem. You know what I mean? It's okay. I like it with my top five. I think those
0: are solid. Anyway, well, so my five is. I don't think it's going to be on your list, but my five is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, yeah, Shh, maybe, but sure. Go ahead, please. <laughs> sell me. Sell me. All right. First of all, this is the original comic book graphic novel is a fantastic one from Alan Moore who did Watchmen, uh, you know, who did V for Vendetta. It's a great coming together of literary characters. Look, Mm -hmm. in a time when people are not going back to read these classics in the way that they did before and thinking that they've come up with these new concepts that have been around for centuries and somehow kissing their own asses about how smart they are because they're not educated about shit that came before. This is a way to show people there is a whole world that existed before you came around and there were heroes and there were people of intelligence. There were people who grappled with the same things you're grappling with now, just in a different society, in a different time. And I think that could be fun to explore here with legendary characters, you know, like Mina Harker and Alan Quatermain, Dorian Gray, um, uh, the Invisible Man, Jekyll and Hyde. Those are still Fascinating and interesting characters. And they're still trying to make the uni- the uh, monster universe happen, Matt. So the interest in these, uh, you know, like Frankenstein, Dracula, the kind of adjacent mm-hmm. uh, characters here are still part of uh, our lexicon, still part of our pop culture. So I think you could remake this film league of extraordinary Gentlemen, and do a way better job don't add fucking tom sawyer because you want to appeal to american that was terrible uh, yeah that was all Weinstein's, And dorian gray or, i thought it was terrible right right that was uh what's his face um, what's his Stuart name charlie sterone's former yeah Stuart townsend and so you Stuart see townsend. you get part of this and you're like ah so to me that's where you come to um, an interesting exploration here of this time and the things they're trying to stop because they're trying to stop essentially, I think it's a German guy from trying to yeah, take basically over the it's world. Like, so, it's the yeah. equivalent of Red Skull. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You don't cast Richard Roxburgh, who's not scary in any way, shape, or form. You find a really good villain, you find some great combination of actors who want to uh-huh. look good in these outfits, and and you you kind of do way, you kind of elevate the film because no offense to What's her name? It played, she was Lefemme. Oh, the vampire.
1: Yeah, she was Le Yeah, Femme. I mean don't I mean your name. That's a TV actress. It does it, she doesn't have that. There's a lot of that. Tom I mean, Sawyer's a TV actress, yeah. Terrible. Yes. Yes. Um Stuart Townsend don't really care for.
0: It's not that interesting of an actor.
1: Right. Uh even Dexter. The
0: Cat, F- Cat yeah, EMO
1: I didn't think was good. Oh, yeah.
0: The yeah. Okay. Um there's Dexter a lot of that. Fleming? Jason Fleming, Jackson. rather, the guy who played uh
1: Jekyll and yeah, Hyde.
0: He's not, yeah, he's not that interesting. Oh no, no. Jekyll and, Jekyll and Hot. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, I liked Invisible Man. Yeah, Invisible Man was funny. He was sarcastic.
1: He was he good. He was, was what the film needed. Yeah. And, so
0: there's a there's 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 potential explore. there. Yeah, I could yeah, see I Pierce Brosnan like with that beard from The Sun. Seeing uh-huh. him with that beard as Alan Quarterman could be really really interesting. So I just think there's possibilities to explore here, and it's a very well written graphic novel. The second one, not so good. The first one, though, is excellent. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Um, All right, where are we off to next? Your four? uh, My four is Daredevil. That's my four. Perfect. It's
1: now that we've seen the TV show, it's like you got this so right. Yeah. Really seems like we could translate this. Um, So yeah. I don't know why Daredevil, perhaps because his story is so micro that it's tough to bring him into this massive you know, ever expanding universe of MCU, mm. but
0: that seems kind of foolish to me. Yeah. And uh, there are, there are rumors that Charlie Cox is going to come back to reprise at least Matt Murdoch okay. in the Spider-Man three, but it's not confirmed. So it still counts for us to talk about daredevil on yeah. this list.
1: And I'm in on that. That's fine. If he wants to come back, I thought sure. he was really
0: excellent. Yeah, me too. But there's, uh, I, think I agree with you, Matt, there is so much to explore here with uh, Matt Murdoch. Uh, that you don't even need the bigger MCU to explore it. It could be a standalone film on its own with the Kingpin, with Karen Page, with Foggy, with uh, even with Elektra and The Hand. All of that could be part of this. And you could create a pretty badass film. Mm -hmm. Ironically, I think five years ago, Matt Damon would have been a great choice for this role, even though his boy Ben Affleck played it first. True. I'm not sure where you go now. Do you have any uh, suggestions for Daredevil? I,
1: I wrote down some names. Okay. But I don't know. This one, to me, was tougher to cast because I'm not yeah. sure what I'm looking for yet. Oh, fair. Which way you want to go. So I wrote down, uh, just in no particular order, Timothy Chalamet. Probably oh, not. Oh,
0: interesting. Chalamet. Okay.
1: All right. He'd be good, but probably not. Nicholas Hoult.
0: Okay. Almost uh, became Batman, so it could be kind of a segue to another role. Okay. But he was Beast, so he's MCU. True, true. But he's done there. They're not going to bring those guys yeah, back.
1: Yeah, they're not. They're going to start, or if they do, they're going to cherry pick and recast yes. all the others. Right. Uh, Cody
0: Smith-McPhee from the West. I like him. Another guy who plays, uh, he plays Nightcrawler in the same. Oh, experience. shit. That's right. He does yeah.
1: play Nightcrawler. Well, they're yeah. not bringing him back. They're not. They're not. But as far as know. Uh, yeah. what about this outside of the box? Uh yeah. Thomas and McKenzie. Ooh, we said you're making it a evil. woman. Why not? It's a blind character. Yeah, that, why it not? Yeah. They don't have to be fucking Thor. No, no, I like it. Not to say they couldn't because they're gonna do She Hulk, but at the same time, it's like you don't need a huge mm. physical
0: imposing like you do in Spawn. Right. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, well, I like it. Thomas and McKenzie is great. I like her. I just what I just watch her in. I watched her in something recently. Oh, old. I liked her in old. Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I liked her in what, the Jojo Rabbit, Leave No yes. Trace, yes. and I know there's something else I saw. I haven't seen Old yet. Uh, I like I'll to- wait till it's streaming. Yeah. It's not something you need to rush out and see. Not when there's three movies out this weekend that are all worthy of seeing in the theater. Dude, Green Knight is so fucking good. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing Stillwater, <sighs> and I will yeah. eventually see Jungle Cruise. I might try and
0: take my nephew or something to it. Nice. I've seen Stillwater twice. We went again last night. Yeah, I'm it- going to go it- see it. It's his greatest performance, in my opinion, ever. Um,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, oh, I was going to say, it's so old can sit on the back burner. So that's my four. I don't know. I The casting I on that think. one was kind of difficult. It's like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm fine if you want to bring back what's his nuts. Yeah. Charlie Cox. Thank you. Uh, I was going to just call him Boardwalk because that's what <laughs> I mean from before.
0: Oh, that's right. The Irish guy.
1: Yeah. That's right. He had so much charm in every one of those oh. scenes. It's oh. like, this dude is a star. Yeah, man.
0: Um dude, that scene when, when what happened to him happened to him. Oh man. That was some good acting by uh What's her face?
1: Yeah, Boardwalk and introduced me to a few actors that I now hmm. enjoy. You know, Cannavale. That was my
0: Oh yeah, Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, really when he introduced himself. I had never seen The Wire, so Michael Kenneth is that's how I got introduced to Michael Kenneth Williams. Was the, oh Boardwalk really? Empire. Yeah. I had not oh, seen okay. the wire. I was back. so
1: happy to see him working again. Yeah. Um, um, and then so what's f- his name? The uh, Nucky Thompson, Steve Buscemi's brother. That dude has gone on to be in oh, stay yeah, 50 yeah. things. Yep, but that really cemented it for me when I was like, this dude is working, like, yep. this is a prestige product, uh, uh, you know, project. What about Chris Pine for Daredevil? Um, that's the thing, I wanted to put Pine in, uh-huh. in so many different ones, and <laughs> then every time I'm like, else. yeah, every time yeah. I'm like. Ah, oh, dude, there's got to be something that fits better for you.
0: <laughs>
1: None of these on the list. Potentially Iron Man was the only one that I came close. Oh, for. he could pull Shit, off. Shit, I think he could. Iron he man. would get close on a lot of the dialogue. And oh, he's already yeah. Got the physical size. It just—it's yeah. tough to recast to me right now. Jackman and Downey—they are the parts.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. So That's it's surreal. really.
1: Whereas Pine everywhere else, and I was like, I'm—I'm I'm not mad at it. Right. But there's got to be a better fit for him. I think he's great.
0: I mean, some people suggest Gosling, but I don't. I don't really see Gosling for Daredevil. I just no, don't. and I don't see Gosling doing superhero. Oh, really? You don't think he would do it at all? No. Fascinating.
1: Okay. He's already been tied to Disney once. Yeah. True. True. Even if it's DC, it's like uh, the land of make believe, and he wants to, you know, get away from his mousketeerness, So he's a serious actor. Yeah. But he could do the one line. I mean, we saw Nice Guys. Yeah. What about Cooper?
0: Bradley Cooper? No? Yeah, maybe not. It,
1: I mean, can he pull off the panache and the I'm a billionaire? Yes. Did you say panache? Uh, but he always doesn't. Doesn't Bradley Cooper always have an undercurrent of asshole? Yeah, it works for him. Exactly, to some degree. Sometimes <laughs> it's way less, sometimes it's way more where he's full on playing the part of an asshole. I think yeah. the, the only time I've fully turned it off is A Star is Born. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. With everything good, else yeah. I've seen him in, it's like, man, you know, yes, yeah. you're like a 2% asshole in this one. Oh, this one, you're like a 90% asshole. <laughs> it's how <laughs> I view him. I like the guy. I think he's yeah, an yeah. excellent actor. I'm not slagging <laughs> off. It's just when I register him on screen, one of the emotions that comes up is,
0: eh, looks like he'd be an asshole. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. eh. eh, eh. <laughs> um, all right. I like that. So yeah, I mean, because there, there there's so much here, and he's got a good rogues gallery of villains. If you go kingpin route, yes. you go that route, you can go the hand route, as I mentioned with Electra. Electra mm-hmm. could even be the antagonist because they've had their back and forths in the past. Um, yeah, there's a lot to explore with Daredevil. You can go micro, you can go macro. It just depends on what story you want to tell. Um, so yeah i like it if you can keep spider-man somewhat based in new york but also you know ending up in infinity war on a spaceship on a on on titan then you can certainly do that with Daredevil let's still make it yeah
1: no you can you can bring daredevil with and all that it's just say they're on the big spaceship his job is to get to the, the control room
0: yes right
1: it's not to oh we need somebody down in the hangar bay to take on 50 dudes right it's like we need somebody to stealth slip in and disable and use echolocation to somehow turn off a computer i don't know we'll figure it
0: out yeah and fly Uh, blind and fly blind yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um all right so what's your three
1: uh my three is green lantern
0: no that's my two yeah definitely
1: it's got the potential to be a huge franchise dude massive absolutely correct
0: absolutely correct matt
1: Um, and the thing is, so who do you want to put in that role? Good question, brother. I came up with one name and one name only. Wow. There's a lot I'm saying of all of them that I like that. I think it's young enough because this could be a franchise. All right. They can carry because a lantern can be so many different things. Right. Dev Patel.
0: Ooh, dude, that's a great choice. He's got a little bit of the size. Yeah, that's a great choice.
1: Because he's done some comedy, he can also deliver the lines when you need him to. He's not going to be full, you know, Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. But I think you go a different tack with the character. Uh, And after, like, Green Knight and whatnot, he's going to be on the come up. Yeah. So he's going to get offers more than likely, so long as it's good and it generates enough buzz. And it's an A24, which is now turning into a little... prestige on some level production mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and annoys younger actors coming up even though dev Patel's kind of been in our lives now for a while yeah um so it was just like a eh, if that does well enough he gets nominated type of thing he's going to be mm-hmm. in these conversations they're going to bring green lantern back sometime soon right that could work and it potentially opens up uh if india has been a tough place to get into bam there's a billion people that Perhaps I don't. I don't know what their numbers are over there. Yeah, yeah, but could open up in the international. He's. I like it. You don't need a huge name, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but at the same time, I could also accept this could be a pine.
0: Yeah, pine would be great as uh if you're going to go Hal Jordan. You'd yeah, be a damn good Hal Jordan. You'd exactly, damn good Hal Jordan. Like quintessential.
1: Right. Right. Um, there's a lot of flexibility within because the lantern can be anything. Yep. Um, And interestingly, it's one of the few that I didn't write down a woman's name. So it can be anything, apparently, in my subconscious, <laughs> but a woman. So there you go. I'm a feminist. <laughs> except when it apparently comes to Green Lantern.
0: Um, yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, who is, who is not... I mean, that's what you got to do is who is not in a... Pre-existing. Yeah. That's going to get... What about Matt Bomb ba- Well I guess Matt Bomber's not going to put butts in seats. Although I like Matt Bomber as an actor. I think he should be the next Superman, but don't you think he looks too much like Henry Cavill? That's why I think he should be the next Superman.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, the guy's handsome Is all he's, get out. It's a damn good-looking dude, man. Uh, damn good-looking dude. But Yeah. Yeah, does he put butts in the seats? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Dev Patel does. Uh, Chris Pine has the best chance of anybody we've mentioned
0: so yes. far. Yes. For, for the Hal Jordan, what yeah. about the – John? if we go Jon Stewart, I think Daniel Kaluuya is a possibility from Although Judas and the Black Messiah.
1: Pine we can't do because he's in Wonder Woman. Oh, so
0: he can't right. Be lantern. Right. Unless you add that aspect that like a guy who looks like Steve Rogers is Green Lantern and it kind of messes with Diana a little bit. That could be fun. But yeah, I guess you're right. You can't really –
1: that would have been the perfect way to introduce him as opposed to that weird body swap nonsense oh, yeah, from the I last can. movie. Yeah, I don't want Oh, to. well, I got saved up there by this Green Lantern, and now I have special power. We would all bought it. We would have been oh, like, Oh, yeah. That's the, a great point. The ring saw the heroic act that he was trying to do and realized that is the type of individual that should be a Green Lantern and saw him out and, and saved him right before he died. Yep. Boom. Chris Pine is now Green Lantern, and they have a little chemistry as opposed to Batman. Suck at
0: bats. Yeah. Well, I didn't see well, I mean, no, I don't want to say Josh Duomo because I don't think Josh Duomo can sell it. And I think he's too old. Yeah.
1: Pine's already part of the universe, so I think that but this is a 10 year job. If it goes if the first one goes well, this oh, yeah. is a 10 year job. Yeah. I mean,
0: I liked the idea. People people have been suggesting Tom Cruise. I I mean, I kind of like as an older Hal Jordan who's handing it off to like a younger Green Lantern to John. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. To John Stewart or to Kyle um, Rayner. That's a possibility. I like that idea that he could be the old Hal Jordan. Because certainly Tom can play sarcastic, smartass. Plus the pilot aspect. that oh always throw that Top Gun kind of vibe to it. Yeah. It kind of works for him but to But Tom's going to say no mask. <laughs> Except <laughs> when he's fighting. Except when he's fighting. And to be fair, for, I mean... Robert Downey Jr.'s face was pretty prevalent whenever he played Iron Man in all those films. 100%. But that
1: was Tom's, I don't want Iron Man, because, well, can we show my face more?
0: (laughs) It's not the character. And we have to remember, like, people say, oh, he turned it But In 2008, no one had had an idea what the MCU could do. Robert Downey Jr. was on his way out on some level. Well, he was already out. They were trying to bring him back. He was not bankable. Because of his drug problems and whatever, so he was yeah. still building his way back into the system. And or Favreau Ernie was
1: wasn't Favreau like he was John Favreau right. who made swingers in these independent movies, but he wasn't yeah. the guy at the helm of. Yeah, started the MCU and then now does the Disney live actions to make a billion dollars, right? And he's the right. thought process behind Mandalorian or part of the overall architecture
0: there. Yeah, this was before that, so. Yeah, uh, don't, and don't give me Tyrese, please stop with that nonsense. Ty Gibson. Yeah, he's been campaigning for the role for like three years.
1: Dude, you get the fuck out of here. You're not even, (laughs) you're barely good enough to be in fast. And I think those movies are. And Transformers. And Transformers. Transformers. Yeah. I'm glad they cut him out of Transformers. There's already (laughs) enough bad acting in those movies. (laughs) How dare you? From good actors. You tell me Anthony Hopkins is dialed in? No, of course not. It's fun. Is that what fun looks like? Kill me then, because that type of fun
0: looks terrible. Wow. Um, what about John David Washington? What do you think? No. Sure.
1: Uh, sure. I like it. I okay. hadn't thought about him.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I like him as a possible John Stewart. He could even be a Hal Jordan because Lord knows in ballers, he's a, he could be quite a sarcastic son of a bitch. He could, quite a, he could be quite a diva, quite an a-hole in the character he plays in baller. So it could work. It could work. He's coming into his power as an actor. So yeah, true. Yeah. I could see that. Um, okay. Where are we at now? Uh, well, that was my three year three is uh, Ghost ghostwriter. The punt from earlier. So, okay. From five yeah. for me. I mean, I love Johnny blaze. Give me a break. And I know they did that they Latino kid and agents of shield play him. So it was great but ghost rider man there's so much to play with here i oh, mean yeah. i i love the heaven and hell shit i love that stuff in the comics so to see i always felt like they pissed it away with Nicholas cage nothing as i love to pieces yes but those both those films are horrific and they're terrible, terrible. there's not good in them and they're not good um but there is so much for ghost rider to do man especially if they find a way to weave him into the overall mcu i mean you're going out into the magical mystical stuff and then you're going out into space well the next step is hell so and you've got the rumors of mephisto and you've got you know at the end of one division what she's doing so to me there's uh uh, that's a realm that they're going to go into eventually yes. and it only makes sense to um introduce the character of ghost rider as part of that and have that be you know something they they focus on or work on or make a part of and if if uh Oscar Isaac was not already playing moon knight i would have loved to have seen him uh, as choice. ghost rider right i yeah. mean he'd have been so good as ghost rider yeah excellent choice yeah
1: i mean i think a lot of that character genuinely comes down to the CGI portrayal and whether or not that's going to be believable. And the rest flows from that. And they got, they got there in the Nick cage ones. Yeah. So I already have belief. Like I saw both of them because the character design and execution was so excellent to me. Right. Like at the time you're like, this is believable. There's a character with a flaming skull. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those, you, you don't not Everything from comic books can translate. Um. Yeah. So to see that on the big screen, I, I just, like you, I saw both because the premise intrigued me both times, even though the second one I knew it was going to be terrible. Right. And I think Nick Cage could have been one of the
0: worst choices. Yeah, man. One of the worst.
1: And he's an excellent actor.
0: Because I also think, as, as Matt, as you pointed out in other uh, segments of the show, he was too old when he took the role on. He was yes. too old to play Johnny too old. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. he was, what, when he when he did that, what do you think he was, 42?
0: Yeah, yeah, probably.
1: probably. And he's supposed to be this daredevil, young, like he's supposed to be twenty eight. Yeah,
0: he's supposed to be twenty eight. Yes,
1: he is. And That's you can tell all shit happens. Yeah. That that toupee is one of his worst in all of movies. That's true. He's had some bad toupees, and that one could take the cake. And uh, apparently, the abs weren't CGI, but they felt enhanced, <laughs> like that too much oil too much like maybe they use a little bit of makeup too to accentuate
0: yeah what was that i don't know there's something there so this film came out in 2007 cage is born in 64 man so yeah 40 not, he's in his 40s he should yeah. not have done this film in his 40s For God's sake. uh 2000, so he's 43 yeah and the eva mendez story listen i know look people could say uh, eva's eva was never that good of an actress so no. she was competent but there's a reason, you know. You don't see her booking a million things, you know. I always, I always laugh at, at like that whole narrative and the like. If you're not getting booked, you don't go start other companies. I mean, if am I sorry, if you're getting booked, you don't go start other companies. like Jessica Alba saying, "Oh, I stepped away from acting." Yeah. First of all, you never did acting. Second of all, the the reason you stepped away is because you were getting straight to DVD films and no one was going to pay you for anything for real because you're a limited actress. So you go and start the honest brand, and that's great. But to control the narrative, that somehow you made the decision to leave acting, I think is one of the funniest things in the world. You know what I'm saying? I I, 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 I kind of laugh at people like that, or Jessica Simpson saying the same things. Like, no, no one was clamoring for you all to be in yeah. these movies because you're not that good. And you know, no offense to Eva, I just never thought she was that good of an actor. She's competent. She's never that good. So seeing her in Ghostwriter, I'm like, ugh, it was... But then I mean, like you said earlier, you can't really blame her that much, can you? I mean, the film was just horrible all around. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame her for that. Yeah. Um. All right. What do you think about these names? Okay, go ahead. I love the Oscar Isaac.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: But he's already part of MCU. Okay. You okay. can't really use him. Okay. Um. Caleb Landry, Ooh. the weird brother from Get Out. Yes. I could buy him as a daredevil motocross dipshit. I like that. That's a
0: uh, that's a nice out of the box choice,
1: man. Um, otherwise, this was the uh, a Sterling K Brown one for me. Ooh. But my favorite choice was Daniel yeah. Kaluuya.
0: Oh, Kaluuya could be good, ghost Ryder. Hell yeah. Yeah. Although I have Kaluuya for another one too. He's mm. one of the ones I doubled up on. Well, listen, I'm going to throw out Michael B. Jordan. He's not in any superhero yep. film now. Now that he's been killed off as Killmonger.
1: I have him for another one that I think okay.
0: could be my number one choice for that one. Okay. Okay. I know he's developing uh, a Superman project, but he's not. He hasn't said he's in the Superman project. He's just developing it. So he could be a part of it. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. And I assumed that was going to be on this, like a streaming service, maybe a short run TV show or something. It
0: is. It's an HBO Max series. You're yeah. right about that. Yeah.
1: That's right. As soon as it announced, I was like, oh, that seems like it's going to be this. Uh, Which, cool. I'm in. Why not? Have fun. Totally. Yeah. Write more stories about the character. There's all kinds of interesting ones out there there about Superman as opposed to the one we get peddled. Yeah. Um, Hence, like, Red Sun, or um, a few of the other comic book runs that I read of his. Oh, that's an interesting take. I like this. Yeah. Uh, But the general bread and butter... Not my cup of tea, but I'm in the minority on that one. Um... All right, so that was your 3?
0: Uh yes, Ghost Rider, yes. What's your 2? Uh my 2 is Constantine. That's my 1. It's coming, hopefully, fingers crossed. God, I hope so, man. Cuz I like the Canaries one. That's the one I put on here that is not a bad movie. Yes. Like all the other ones are not good movies, which is why I want to see them get rebooted cuz there's potential here. But mm-hmm. this one, man, it's a fucking good movie. 2005. I don't care what anybody says. This is a damn good movie. And I like his version of Constantine. Yeah, it's not the British guy or whatever, but his version of Constantine, it's that rare Americanization of a character that actually works. It almost never works, mm. but this film works and his portrayal of Constantine works. The hang dog, exhausted approach to the character because he's been fighting heaven and hell the majority of his life, um, or at least the majority of his life in his 30s and 20s. I think is he does, he, conveys that so well. Um, Rachel yeah. Weisz is good in the movie. You know, um, uh, Peter Stormari is fantastic as the devil and uh, Tilda Swinton, so great as Gabriel. So overall, yes. Yeah, so now it's time, Matt, especially like let's start again. If you're going to explore the mystical and the magical and space, it's time to go into explore heaven and hell. It's time.
1: And it's it's ripe for story mm. discussion in film. Mm-hmm. uh within comic books we only get it sparingly ghost rider would be a little bit of this as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um by a little bit i mean a lot of it <laughs> and that's perfectly fine because sure. the metaphysical like going the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. is the other direction okay we well, might as well play with something a little more uh close to home so to yeah speak, uh and get into it there i i just it's one of the ones where there's a few on my side list that I hope they remake, but my real hope is they just redo it with the individual mm. that's already there that's yeah. that just previously did it. I thought you got it right, maybe didn't do as good enough numbers, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of good here. Yeah. And Constantine would be that, but as you said, it's 2005. They're not bringing Keanu back to do this mm-hmm. at this point. So it's inevitably coming and since that is the case, okay. That, that yeah. that's fine. I'm ready to rock and roll with this. Uh, I think this could be a fantastic series that stands yeah.
0: on its own. Oh yeah, you cast the right actor, yes, could be very interesting. Like what's his face, Dan Dan Stevens from like Downton Abbey. And-
1: no chance. They do that. I'm not seeing it. You no, know. you play Matthew. I see you as Matthew.
0: You're a good actor. <laughs> Have you seen I'm, the guest?
1: He's great in the guest. I've seen him in all kinds of different things. Okay, there was right. that FX series where he played. Yeah, like, Legion. Yeah, Legion. I couldn't get Good into in it. that. Oh my god! All right, I tried uh, the first like four episodes, five episodes. All I wanted was that little troll guy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that is like that is insanely unique yeah, to right. dumb. All right. That to me is super interesting about this series. The rest of this is uh, I've seen it on some level. Yeah. I mean, I haven't when they're in a psychiatric ward and they're all put in one place. And I realize that's a new version, but the expression of powers, a lot of these aren't new. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but okay. yeah, Dan Stevens, you get the, you get out of here with that. All right, fine. Who would you want to see? Um, so this was another Rami Malek
0: one. Oh, I could see that. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. Uh, what about Harry Styles? Are you out of your fucking mind? You're gonna you're gonna walk out of Dan Stevens, but you're gonna suggest Harry Styles over here? Well, because I I don't what know what have I, you seen from Harry as an actor that would make I, you believe I think, he can do this? I think he's
1: gonna get potential
0: offers like this. He's bobbing up and down in the water in Dunkirk for the whole film. What what are you talking about? What he's got seen? that
1: new one coming out with his? Uh, are they engaged at this point? Uh, mm. Olivia Wilde. Oh, right. And I think he's got another like one or two movie projects in the works. Like. If any of these pop off, Harry Styles is going to be in the mix in this discussion very soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I suppose you're right.
1: Um, Maybe. I got two atypicals. Go ahead.
0: Kate Blanchett. (sighs) She's a bit, isn't she? She's a little old. old. Yeah. She's she's right. Nothing against her age. Nothing. We've said that about men as well in the show. So don't come and ding us on that. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Uh, But you're right. I still think it'd be interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. Haley Steinfeld. Well, she's already playing Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series. So she can't be. Oh, in I forgot about
1: that. That's how yeah. much I'm
0: looking forward to the Hawkeye series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. She doesn't count. But I Did... mean, but wait, let me revisit the Kate Blanchett because, of course, Constantine is. It's got to be a little older, but yeah. I think, you're, I think you're ageless, too. So,
1: well, he is a mortal individual. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, he's mortal, but
1: I think you yeah. might be right, though. She might be a little too old.
0: But also, he looks older for his age because of the experiences he's been through. Mm-hmm. So it could still kind of work. But yeah, I think there she
1: are... does seem to have amazing skin and doesn't look
0: anywhere near her age. Oh my god, yeah, she's beautiful. Fuck, man, I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok again. She's fucking gorgeous yeah. in that movie. Um, how about Riz Ahmed? Ooh, right. Ooh, like, I like that. So good in Sound of Metal. So uh-huh. good in Nightcrawler. Yeah, he's great Um, in Nightcrawler. Yeah. Um, Was it Night Of? The Night Of or whatever? The one on HBO? I think he was.
1: Yeah, he's good. I think the story deviates at the end where I didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Still well acted, well shot. Yeah. All that jazz. I just didn't. I didn't think that's where the story was going to end. Yeah. Um, Rogue One, although he could be my least favorite part of Rogue
0: One. But yeah. And I didn't dislike him, but I don't know. You don't think Forrest Whitaker is your worst? A lot of people say that's the worst. I don't mind. No, nah, I kind of – I,
1: I wish there again. was more to explain yeah. his standing within weird. the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. And I like him sucking on the oxygen mask and all the – he
0: carries every <laughs> war battle wound with him. Yeah. That all made uh, sense to me. Wait. I got two for you. Yeah. How about Daniel Craig now that he's left the Bond – even though he's older uh, – He could be really interesting. He could be. He'd have that that hangdog look, right? He'd have that hangdog look. He's got the cigarette. He's got the whole vibe. All right. If we're opening up to older,
1: yeah, Fassbender has now been retired as Magneto. (sighs) It's
0: true. Fassbender
1: would be a great choice. Although I do like, I think I like Daniel Craig better.
0: I think Craig's going to put more butts in seats than Fassbender. His films don't sell. Possibly.
1: Well, do you do you put that on Craig or the name Bond? Because what has Craig done outside of Knives Out? But that's Knives an ensemble. Out. It's great on Knives Out. Yeah. Yeah. And he is the star that carries over. Yes. But that's the
0: only one that logically could. It wasn't, so. it wasn't like Don Johnson and Jamie Lee Curtis getting people in seats. Let me see here. No, I think it's... Well, you, know, you had Chris Evans. You did have Chris Evans, but you know he wasn't the lead. He's the lead detective trying to figure this out.
1: Well, it's also... A director with some name cachet mm-hmm. and true, this huge ensemble. I, look, I, I wish nothing but the best for Daniel. What Craig about girl,
0: girl with the dragon tattoo? That made money. That's a feature okay. thing. He true. led that. Cool. Cowboys no, and bombed. Aliens was a debacle. That bombed. Yeah. But he worked with Favreau. Um, what's the Golden Compass was a bomb. Invasion was a bomb. But then. Uh Logan Lucky, I thought, was damn good, the Soderbergh film. Okay. He was good in that. He was good in that. Yeah.
1: Tiny part though. Wow, well, tiny strong, but small right. part.
0: Small part. I, I I don't disagree with that. So I I you know, you could argue fastbender or Craig. I think I could you could make an argument for both. I think that's a fair argument to make. But I like yeah, that. box office receipts, though,
1: just straight up. I mean, you're yeah. right, Craig wins. Um,
0: what about yeah, but um, I like
1: both of those choices.
0: Well, what about the other side of Ledger? Ewan McGrath? not Ewan, I don't think Ewan could do it. What about Paul Bettany? If they if they keep vision, if they actually, you know what they've done, do you think Paul Bettney? You think that's a possibility? Sure. Trying Although, to he
1: almost seems like he's too tall. Yeah. Although
0: Legion didn't do that well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, movie i forgot about until you said it and be like well because that movie
0: sucked that's why you do it well. really did suck i thought that movie was going to be great hey that, it looked interesting uh i yeah, remember the comic book i was like this is going to be awesome and then the the whole i remember i was at comic-con that year that with uh with the crew and they had billboards and the elevators decked out with shit for legion and then the movie comes out and it's a complete and utter mess and you're just like god damn it man yeah how can you um, blow that shit? No, I, I think Daniel Craig's my choice. I, I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, even if we're move
1: stripping that. away age. That's yeah. pretty excellent.
0: Yeah, I it's like tough this. to fuck with that.
1: Yeah. Um, well, would you have him dye his hair?
0: He's blonde already. Well, I guess you get dye it a little bit blonde. I, I think guess. the
1: black of Keanu works for the character.
0: I I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. But the character is blonde in the comics. So if you're going to go with a British guy, you kind of have to. I think. Uh, adhere to that, and make it grow a little bit more. Yeah, but well. everything he deals with is in the shadows,
1: so it makes more sense to me that subconsciously he also has elements of the shadows as opposed mm. to elements of the light. That's that's, that's why another reason I thought Keanu worked because he also has those big dark eyes. Yeah, and right. just had all these little small things that oh, well, <laughs> that's that really good casting in
0: my opinion. Oh, all right. Well, that's good. All right. So, what's your number one?
1: Uh, my one is the punt from earlier, Punisher.
0: Oh, nice choice, man. All right, number one. All
1: right. I think go. it has the most potential of being successful of a movie that's flopped numerous times before,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, because the budget doesn't need to be huge to make a good movie. Yes, agreed. So the expectation level can be properly set, and you might be able to put in somebody that doesn't have a butts and seats type of name, so long as you made a strong enough movie. Yeah. Because it only cost fifty, sixty million to make. And it's going to do 150 to 175 at the box office, domestically, something like that. Right. Right. Which would be a massive success because then you factor in the overseas and be like, oh, for 50, 60 million, you may have done 350 internationally. Mm. Good point. Yeah. Like overall, like that's a huge win. And that's Mm -hmm. entirely possible for something like Punisher so long as you got the story right. I mean, look at Joker. You could do something akin to that with Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have you seen the SNL parody called Groucho where they do like, (laughs) yes,
0: that was good with, uh, David, uh, Harbor Harbor. Yeah. 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 It's honestly, I saw it. I was like,
1: why does this kind of make sense? (laughs) (laughs) But somebody like him, although now he's part of, yeah, he would have been a good punisher. Yeah. Um, but now he's, you know, uh,
0: unfortunately his duties will keep him elsewhere. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating, Matt, because, like, you like, they messed it up with Thomas Jane, who really wasn't the right choice. And then no. they messed it up with Ray Stevenson, who I like from Rome, but Ray's never going to lead anything. To I fire. was hoping. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you know. But I think he knew where his bread was buttered when he took the side role in Thor. He's like, yeah, I'll be one of his companions. Why not? Make oh, yeah. He's Baloo. He is yeah. human Baloo. Yeah. <laughs> great point. That's what he is. It's what
1: he's always reminded me of since Rome. Yeah. God, like, oh, that's my buddy.
0: So you've got that, but like, so, but there are potential. I mean, I liked Bernthal as Punisher. He's fucking yes. good for the first season. Second season. Eh, the first season was fucking excellent. Um, so who do who, we, who, I mean. All right. Here's what I got. All right, go up. Break it. Break it down.
1: Jesse Plemons.
0: Okay. I don't like it, but all right. Okay.
1: I'm just trying to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll give you my honest thoughts. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. And here was my Michael B. Jordan, a black Punisher. Ooh,
0: interesting.
1: So here's what Michael B. Jordan is my number one draft.
0: Pick. Okay, okay, okay. Uh,
1: but I wouldn't be against Barenthal, though coming back.
0: Yeah, right. said I just would love to see him back in his. Okay.
1: Because yeah. to me, as bad as Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the look of him seemed to fit Punisher in my head the best thus far. Yeah. Um. So trying to get bad. Barenthal already has that. Maybe Bobby Cannavale, if you really want to go in the Barenthal type.
0: I don't know if he would be the right choice. Okay. What about Idris? What about Grillo? I mean, Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo is the perfect choice. I love Frank Grillo, man. Yeah. I know he's crossbones, but he's dead. So Grillo is Punisher. is just... That's just fucking written in stone. How old man. is Grillo at this point? He's in his f- late forties, early fifties, I think. Yeah. How
1: I far know. do you think you can, like, uh, it, it doesn't mean he looks that. You know what I mean? No, no, no. True, true. So, how old do you mm. think you would buy Punisher on screen? Can
0: we get he, to Dark Knight level where he's in his fifties, sixties? He's he's born at sixty-five, so he's fifty-five years old, man. So yeah, he's Frank Grillo's too old. 60. Yeah, he's just just a
1: bit too old. Because if it's successful, then they're going to need a couple of these, minimum. Yeah. And then they're going to want to bring you into the multiverse of madness
0: somehow. Is uh, Magadiello a possibility? Is Idris Idris Elba a possibility? He's probably too old. He's too old. He'd be great, (sighs) but he's too old. Oh, I forgot Dolph Lundgren played the Punisher as well. God, I forgot about those. Woof. I just, I just said that. Woof.
1: Uh, woof. Uh, that was my introduction to Punisher. God, really? Uh-huh. I had seen him, <laughs> um, at the comic book store. Yeah. Yeah. But I hadn't read anything yet. And then I watched the, cause I, I read a lot of ba- uh, Spider-Man mm. and there was some crossover, but I never sat down and read.
0: Yeah. Uh, his storylines. Uh, Thomas James gave an interview in December of last year. He's like, he wants to direct John Brunthal as a Punisher. How interesting would that be at loop if he was to direct him as opposed to being in it? What is he directed? he do you do episodes know. at the Expanse? Oh, maybe. Is he in the Expanse? Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh, seasons like one and two?
0: Wow. I is it one, was two it one, two, and three? you like this uh, show?
1: Uh, it's good. I haven't finished out the newest okay. season because okay. Catherine and I were watching it together and she got put out and she was only hanging on for a while because we didn't have anything else and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then eventually stuff came back to <coughs> the roles were reversed. So it's like, uh, well, you sat through that for long enough. I can finish out if you don't want to watch. We can move right. on to something else. I'm not going
0: to. Right. Um, so I need to finish up. But yeah, it's it's interesting.
1: Mm.
0: 24 episodes. He was in 24 episodes.
1: 20. There you go. Did he direct okay. any
0: of them? He directed one. So he didn't direct. He hasn't directed much. One episode of The Expanse uh, in the most recent season in 2020. Um, Oh, maybe there was the most recent season this year. Never mind. So season last year. Yeah. And he did something called Dark Country and Johnny Nitro. Johnny Nitro. So don't know either of those. Yeah, neither do I. So yeah, maybe not the right choice then. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of places you can go with Punisher. A lot of ways you can go. But I, you know, I really feel that that story is
1: ripe. Oh yeah, to be rebooted.
0: Uh so uh,
1: is that it's, all of
0: it? Well, especially if you make him just real quick. Oh, go ahead. Especially if you make him like a guy who has both liberal and conservative points of views. It could be very fascinating, right? Because he uses guns all the time. So what's his argument there? And having be him protecting people of color equally as people of white or yeah. gay people or whatever well, he fights like with police in the comics. Yeah, so he fights the police. So there is stuff to explore with Burnthal that could. I'm mean, sorry, with Punisher that could be really, really rich. Um, and you with them. And as Matt said, the time is ripe. This could be the perfect time to actually do. Mm-hmm a very nuanced punisher that doesn't fall on either side falls on all sides. So you kind of have to make up your own mind about him as the season, as the series, or as the movie goes along. Yeah. Well, he, the thing is he has a
1: code of morals and he doesn't deviate from So you can find honor, even if you don't agree with his morality, at least he doesn't violate that morality. Right. Right. So it makes sense. It's like the, um, I think it was one of the, Creators or something. I saw it on Twitter and there were pictures floating around of you know some some right wing militia members that have used taking the Punisher <laughs> logo and used it yeah. for their stuff. Yeah. And I want to say it was the creator, somebody who was part of the creative process and be like, You haven't obviously you haven't read Punisher.
0: Yeah, the person who yeah, the one of the people who created Punisher was like, Obviously, these yeah. people have not read Punisher. They just their... like
1: the symbol. Yeah. And they right. think they it's they just say. a pure like revenge, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So some vigilante that's on the side of good. And it's like, well, he's a vigilante out for the side of what he believes mm-hmm. morally right. Yeah. Um and doesn't agree with if you really read it, a lot of what you're espousing. Yeah. Um but yeah, because of that, you can explore both sides of it and show the hypocrisy that both sides sometimes exhibit. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I I, I think there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. Whether or not they do it and if it's a success, who the hell
0: knows. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, uh, there's our lists separately, our top 10 lists uh, there for this uh, episode of the top 10 comic movies we'd like to see rebooted. Now we're going to combine this list and then get to our um, shout-outs to our patrons. So, um, all right, where are we going here, Matt? What's number one, do you think?
1: Uh, where did you have Punisher? I think it might be Constantine.
0: Punisher was number six for me.
1: All right, so Constantine was what,
0: one, two? Yeah. 1-2, seems like, yeah. Yeah, that's a
1: no-brainer. Punisher's 1-6. We both had Green Lantern at three three two. I had 2, yeah. I had a 2. All right, so I would say Green Lantern next. Okay, okay. And then Punisher? I have Ghost Rider at 3. I've got that at 5. I think 1-6 beats that. Okay. Punisher. Punisher, Ghost
0: Rider, Daredevil? Yeah, that works for me. And then what? Spawn? had yeah. at seven. That's the only
1: thing we have left in common, right? Okay. Okay. All right, so that's at six. So then it's whatever you don't have. I've got my number six. That's my highest.
0: I got my five, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. All right. Um six was Punisher, so take go ahead with your six. Oh,
1: I bumped off. No, we have Dark Man in common now. So oh we you have Darkman. that?
0: Yeah, I added an eight.
1: All right, so if I bump. All right, well, it doesn't matter. I'll just go ahead and put Darkman now, down. Yeah. There. All right, so what's your next highest?
0: Um, as I said, my number five, you put League of Extraordinary already on yep. there? Okay. Um, Punisher's on there, Spawn is on there, Darkman. Then nine is my next highest, which is Flash Gordon. Uh, okay, so I have Pro at
1: seven. Okay. And then I guess it is Iron Man. Versus Flash
0: Gordon. Um, uh, um, at nines? At nines? Yes, oh, at nines. To be the ten. Correct Correctamundo. All right. I think you're going to have to flip, guy. All right. You're going to have to flip, guy. Uh, I just got to get the coin. Flipping. All right. Flash Gordon it is. Oh, I don't believe it. Did you add new wood to the floors? Is that what's going on here? I did not. Uh, perhaps it's a just fell on the only
1: disappointing wear pattern in
0: the area. <laughs> dare
1: you, I never liked that plank
0: anyway. <laughs> what have you got that obsessor that you're ripping out? Oh like? dude. <laughs> Can you imagine being yeah. at that level? <laughs> and that's when I took it personally.
1: <laughs> I just tear the plank out by hand. Fucking Jordan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But I love his quote of, like, I couldn't exist in today's game with Twitter and be like, the fuck you could. I agree with you 100%, Mike. You would have had a meltdown. Oh, totally.
0: Oh, he'd have ripped his teammates to pieces. Oh, he would have a, oh. a, a
1: screamed. Oh. He would have gone Kanye into paparazzi. Oh,
0: totally. Uh-huh. He would have. Uh, he couldn't have kept women in separate towns either. Um, he still right. could have done that. He had enough yeah, money. I don't think so. I don't yeah. know. Think about LeBron's already gotten a billion.
1: How much more would Jordan have had at this point? It's true. But
0: not with TMZ roaming around. Um sure. all right, let's do this. Uh the top 10 comic book movies that need to be rebooted. Yeah. At number 10, Flash Gordon. At number nine, The Crow. At number eight, Dark Man. At number seven, A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. At number six, Daredevil. At number five. Six was Spawn, five oh, is Daredevil. There we that go. was my fault. Let's do it again. At number six. Spawn. At number five. Daredevil. At number four. Ghost Rider. At number three. Punisher. And our deuce spot. Green Lantern. And the number one comic book movie that needs to be rebooted is. Is Constantine. Heaven and hell. Hopefully they bring it back. In the very near future. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm back. I know it's John Wick, but I like the idea of him coming back as Constantine. Um, All right, uh, Matt, let's get into our shout outs here before we wrap up the show. Let me bring my uh, side. I-
1: it is shout out time. So anybody that donates at $5 and above, this is our way of saying thank you at the end of each and every month. Yeah. We give you a shout out on the show. Um, let the world know that you are kind enough to support us, especially through this uh, past year and a half or so. So this is our way of saying thanks. And I'll go ahead and I guess kick us off. Okay. With Mason Sasser. Uh, Roby. Uh, Pele Cole. Eric Taylor.
0: Deepak Maurer. David Steven. Christine Biernet, Andrew Robinson. Francisco Ramirez, Michael Bauer, Colton Thompson, Hedrick Winterland, Thomas Daniel Williams, Phil Knuckles, Ryan Latonin, Ray Roche, Colson Kuliopolis, Colson, Callie Onkin, Justin Kelly, Lachlan Skinner, Charles Kim, Joseph Curran, Fred Castillo, Edward Wilshire, J. Scotty Sinclair, Charles J. Clark, Zachariah Kaufman, Jeff, Jeff Dickens. Jeff Nick, I like that. Sean Labua. <laughs> Francisco J. Torres. Connor Teal. Michael D. Dyke. Robert Francesco Suarez, Tim Reimert. Um Dominic Greaves. Eric Bruin. Matt Simmons. Kyle Beckworth. Jeff Kelly. Jeremy Bowers. James Petty. Oh, sorry. I lost it here. Oh, whoa, 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 Sorry about it, guys. Uh, I lost it here a little bit. Uh where do we leave off at? Oh, uh, Jer- uh, J- uh, Billy Gilliams. Christopher Brockman, Blake Gant, Haley Morton, Cameron Chapman, Alex Russell, Uh, Bobby Michael, Paul Cree, Uh, Drew Burkhart, Stacey Flores, there we go, Luke Allison, Mark Fawcett, Kristen Kurtz, Gareth Weldon, Timothy R. Williams, Chris Lemke, Uh, In Love with the Movies podcast, Nick Baldwin, Johanna Linavirta, JIC317, DJ Red Hot Cats. Hello. Ahmad Ali. Darren Bush. Angela Dashner. Louis Berrigan. Josh Lawrence. Chelsea Lewis. Adilardo Fuente. Regan Lovig. Rodrigo Valverde III. Manuel Rivera. Lawrence Witt. Andre Constantinescu. Steve Schlockmeyer. Catherine Samuels. Houston Bodily. Roque Ariana. Maurice Robinson. Alan Snuffleupagus-Bennett. Marcus Davenport. Brandon Caridi. Robbie Prasad. Joe Fairley, Charlie McKenna. Mark Menchaca. Hey, Josh Mabry. Ben Cartwright. Juan Reyes. Josh Murphy. Kevin Shaw. Josh Sachs. George Manchaka, Dale Varley. Cody Markham. Phil Meglia. Chris Consiglio. Wayne Murphy. Ashley Prowls, Johanna Schmidt. Sujayath Fernando. Ian Brick Beltran Lopez. Evan Zoller. Eric Bloor, Zach Butts, Jacob Bullen, Kevin Fuss, Jen Kemp, Ryan McKenna, Andy Tan, Brian Akins, Alexander Marzonia, Alex? Tyler Spots, Garth Wizenat, Mike Barrington, Ed Buskirk, Jeff Saliba, Noel Kelleher, Jim Payne, David Mitchell Baker, Andy Ortiz, John Keefe, Nathan Williams, Kristen Smith, Matthew Lee Cravens, Marcel Behrman. James Trapani. Drew Inns. Dan Nye. Seth Shearer. Andrew Marker. Chris Jones. Luke Larson. Chris Cabrera. Robert Haley. Joey Anthony. Christos Alexakos. And finally,
1: Anthony Castelnova.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Uh, yeah, Thanks to everybody that supports us. It means the world. And uh, we hope you enjoy the show each and every week. Mm -hmm. Um... If you'd like to follow the show, you can do that at top 10 show on Twitter or on Instagram and YouTube. It is forward slash
0: the top 10 podcast with the number 10. So please hit us up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, f- uh, go and join patreon.com slash the top 10 10 there and go be a part of that and join the patron and, you know, tell other people to join as well. You know, that's kind of part of being a patron as well as sharing the show, talking to other people about the show, getting people excited about the show. You know, we've kept it. Uh, fresh over the last few weeks, having discussions, doing the lists, doing whatever, like we're open to all of it and we're playing around with it and I think we're having some fun shows. So, you know, we haven't left your side. So, please don't leave ours and get more people to come alongside and be part of the top 10. Uh, sorry. Yeah, the top 10 nation. That'd be awesome. Matt, um, where can they find you?
1: Uh, Hit me up at Matt Nost a, on the Twitter or Instagram. So, please follow me over there and you can check out the Settle the Score and Drop and Dimes my other two podcasts. I'd love to have you uh, along
0: on those and that is it for me this week all right you can follow me at the roca says on twitter and on instagram the outlaw nation on twitch uh head on over to my youtube channel youtube.com slash john roca says uh and then of course uh, the cinephiles and the geek buddies podcasts along with this one here so thank you all so much uh, we love you take care of yourselves be well and we'll talk to you next time on another brand new episode of the top 10.